0: Uh, Cook County judge has ruled that Donald Trump should be kicked off the state's March 19th primary ballot. Now, this ruling makes Illinois the third state where Trump has been blocked from the primary ballot following Colorado and Maine. And it's the latest in a national debate over whether the former president is disqualified to run for president over his role in the January 6th attack on the nation's capital. But the judge's ruling, however, puts her own order on hold until tomorrow. WBEZ government and politics reporter Dave McKinney joins us now with more on what that means. Hey, Dave.
1: Hey, good morning, Sasha.
0: This was a long ruling by Cook County Judge Tracy Porter. What did she say?
1: Well, yeah, 38 pages. Um, She noted in this opinion yesterday, uh, she understood the magnitude of the decision she was making, that it puts Illinois alongside Colorado and Maine as states that are using this 14th Amendment argument to remove Trump from the ballot. Um, Porter made clear that she fully accepted the arguments that, uh, the objectors are making that, uh, January 6th truly was an insurrection and that Trump engaged in it, uh, that the 14th amendment disqualifies him on that basis. And she, she took the election board, the state board of elections that, that, that said that they didn't have jurisdiction over this question of his eligibility. They, she took them to task to basically say, uh, you, you know, you, you, you did have an obligation to weigh in on this. And she, she said basically that, uh, Perhaps the reason that the state board didn't want to get involved is because this was a hot case and wanted to be as far away from it as possible because of the notoriety of it.
0: Mm. Yeah, in her ruling, she leaned on the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to, to kick the former president off their state's primary ballot as well. What points did she rely on exactly?
1: Well, I mean, she made these these points again that that this was an insurrection and that, that Trump, you know, goaded and egged people on, you know, from during his speech in the ellipse on that day, and 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 then you know didn't do anything to to call off the the rioters when he had a chance to. So I mean, it was all of those things that yeah. you know we heard from a hearing officer uh, at the state board of election, a Republican judge who made a similar case to the state election board that, that ultimately wound up being ignored.
0: How's Trump's campaign responding?
1: Well, I mean, there are developments this morning. I mean, this is a fast-moving story here. I mean, uh, there has already been an an appeal filed this morning uh, to Judge Porter's ruling. Oh, really? Yeah, and and in it, uh, you know, we're we're you know, we're still going through it. But I mean, basically, uh, this order or this uh, appeal is challenging her conclusion and that uh, that that, you know, making these arguments that they did before the election board that, that Trump didn't really. Uh, that this wasn't an insurrection, that he he wasn't, uh, you know, an insurrectionist himself. And the other part of this uh, that, that we're sort of expecting, another shoe to drop today perhaps, is the the possibility of, a, of, of this stay that uh, Judge Porter issued, having it be extended during the duration of the appeal, which would mm-hmm. mean no change really for voters.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the appeal, I mean, we expected this, right? Because I, I found it interesting, Dave, that the judge... Issued the ruling and also put that order on hold until tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and that was that was again just to give Trump time to appeal. But but as I said, I think what we're going to probably see today. I mean, this is certainly a signal that we're we're picking up on that that, that this may be an extended stay. I mean, it, there's nothing that we've seen in the docket yet that suggests this is you know this has happened yet today. But uh, sources are telling us this is something to watch for.
0: What are we hearing from the state board of elections on this?
1: Well, I mean, you know, they're they're they they have already gotten word from the, the judge's office that this is her plan later today. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, they're they're sort of on the periphery here. They they don't believe, uh, you know, again for for the you know the few thousand early voters that are out there that are they're you know casting their ballots in person, the state board of elections is stressing that you know you're not going to see any immediate change regardless. You know, Trump is on the ballot in Illinois because of the stay that uh, that's, that's in effect. So, you know, I think that it, it's, it's a bit confusing for probably lay people to follow, but, but there's just a lot of machinations happening right now in the courts. And that's no big surprise because that, you know, we, we've <laughs> Donald Trump and courts seem to be kind of a synonymous thing.
0: Yeah. So folks will still see this on their ballot. So should they respond to that question?
1: Well, certainly. I mean, I think if you are a, a supporter of his and, and uh, if your intention is to vote for him, I mean, from what Matt Dietrich at the State Board of Elections told me this morning, you'll still have every opportunity to do that unless the Illinois State Supreme Court decides to uh, embrace what Judge Porter said yesterday, or more likely, the U.S. Supreme Court weighs in and, and takes a position on these challenges in, well, mainly in Colorado, yeah. about whether the 14th Amendment can be applied to Trump.
0: What else can you tell us about the, the people who brought this case forward, that, that small group of voters? What did they or, or their attorney have to say about the ruling?
1: Well, I mean, this is a, a group of five Illinois voters. There's a national voting rights group that is part of this, and, a, and, a, and a, uh, some local election lawyers that, that are involved. And they they were they were pleased with the ruling yesterday because it, it, it embraced their arguments, um, and so they feel pretty good that the state supreme court, if if it gets there, uh, will. You know that they have a decent chance in front of the state supreme court. Mm-hmm. Of course, the the U.S. Supreme Court is is the one that that, that could bigfoot all of this, and they they're, they acknowledge that as did Judge Porter. But you know, this is all part of a, a national effort, as we've seen in, in state after state after state, mainly blue states like Illinois, where it's a strategy to try to get Trump. Uh, you know to short circuit his candidacy and you know a lot of states that that had uh what seemed to be kind of sympathetic political environments for this kind of thing either backed off or or you know it didn't materialize so right now illinois is among three states that 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 it, you know has taken this position that the trump did that the 14th amendment does apply to trump and he shouldn't be on the ballot
0: now you've already touched on the Supreme Court, but help us understand: Will a decision from the High Court ultimately settle all cases against Trump's candidacy? So, in other words, could the Supreme Court's ruling on the Colorado case nullify the Illinois decision?
1: I mean, it certainly could, because uh, I mean, it, it just—it really kind of—you know—we got a flavor during arguments in front of the U.S. Supreme Court that that even Democratic justices on the court were voicing skepticism about the philosophy behind the the challenge here, the 14th Amendment. Because, I mean, if you're a Democrat and we've heard, you know, political figures across the country saying, hey, let voters figure this out rather than court intervention. Because in in red states, for example, uh, you hear talk about, well, maybe there should be a way to get Joe Biden off the ballot. So, I mean, you could really sow chaos here. Uh, and, and I think that was a fear that we heard uh, at the Supreme Court during those arguments, so mm-hmm. the court, the court is is really the one holding all of the cards right now, and depending on what they say, they they really could knock down this Fourteenth Amendment. And timing-wise, uh, Super Tuesday is next Tuesday, and the Colorado primary is mm-hmm. then. So there's a, a a lot. I guess the clock is ticking. You could say on the U.S. Supreme Court to do something before the the big Colorado vote.
0: Speaking of timing, Illinois primary. Is three weeks away dave so what would it mean ultimately if the supreme court did decide to to rule that former president trump isn't eligible to run for office again
1: well it would be it would be a, a major setback for donald trump if that's what the u.s supreme court did i mean i think it would surprise a lot of court watchers if the court did that um, you know there's still a possibility i guess that the u.s supreme court could extend its deliberations uh, beyond Super Tuesday, and and then that would give time for the appeal process in Illinois to wind its way uh, all the way up to the state supreme court. And you know, they're just it, it, this is this is one of those stories that that just is going to go. It, it could change from hour to hour, uh, actually. But yeah. uh, th- you know, that's that's really where we're at.
0: This was a huge decision, Dave. So uh, I'm curious, what do we know about Judge Tracy Porter herself?
1: Well, Judge Porter is not a household name uh, in judicial uh, circles at all in Illinois. She was appointed to the the bench to fill a vacancy by the the state supreme court in 2021, and then in 2022 she ran uh, in the in the primary and prevailed there. Uh, there are. Uh, you know, people who are in the in, in the legal world understand how this process works where there are a lot of I think there are three or four bar rating agencies. These these are groups that that don't you know, that are nonpartisan and they typically nonpartisan and they Uh, They look at cases that judges have handled, they survey lawyers to see kind of what temperaments uh, and and how judges behave from the bench, and they all rated Porter as qualified, and the Illinois State Bar Association, one of the biggest of these bar rating uh, uh, associations, Praised her uh, her temperament and her integrity from the bench, and, and called her te- uh, integrity uh, beyond reproach. So she's gotten gotten good reviews from people. This by far is the biggest decision she has made from the bench in her her young career as a jurist.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is, though we've heard that you know Trump is off the ballot, this isn't a closed case, Dave. This is just one part of the battle.
1: It it, it definitely is, and it's it's a. Uh, It's something that bears watching here very closely because, again, so few states have have actually gone this step of taking Trump off the ballot. We have a judge in Cook County who has fully embraced the arguments that these uh, objectors are making and and has really uh, placed Illinois alongside Colorado and Maine. Uh, you, you know, kind of at the front edge of this, this national story about whether yeah. Trump should be on the ballot. And and again, the court watchers in, in D.C. and across the country are eagerly waiting to see what happens with the U.S. Supreme Court on this decision. Will they come out before next Tuesday with an opinion that, that clarifies can the 14th Amendment, with its language that says if you're an insurrectionist, if you, partic- if you participated in insurrection or rebellion, that makes you ineligible to run for public office. Right. A, a, provision that originated after the Civil War, can that be applied to Donald Trump? And we should know soon.
0: Dave McKinney is a WBEZ government and politics reporter. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Sasha, it's a pleasure. Thank you.